Homemade Life is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. We're here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. We'll give you a behind-the-scenes look at your favorite local businesses and what it's like to be self-made. Hey guys, welcome back to the Self-Made Life Podcast. This is your lovely host, Megan, and I'm here with... Sydney. And Ashley. Oh, yeah. And we are the Dream Team talking to you about workshops this time. Mm -hmm. But first, boss or bust? Um, I don't feel like going first this week, so Ashley, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) That was like Um, an eating, meeting, mining mo. (laughs) I am going to take a bust um, because this directly... Uh, coincides with workshops yes. right now. Workshop related boss or bust. Bust, yeah. <laughs> um, so usually we only host like a handful of workshops every season. Uh, we organized a couple for the holiday seasons and we had them up and posted and we're, you know, working them and posting and email listing and marketing your butt off. <laughs> exactly. Share, share, share. And Two of them were a flop. One of them filled up right away, and that was great. It was Mm -hmm. a a full house. And the other one was not too bad. It was on the smaller side. But then the other two were very small. Um, One of them had zero. (laughs) The other one had one. That's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. I I just canceled them. um, Because, you know, like with workshops, it's really... Um, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of factors um, that go into play when you're planning um, to host a workshop. So what are you doing? So are you hosting a workshop uh, for business owners or is it like a creative kind of um, crafty workshop or, you know, like there's so many different things that you can, you know, host a workshop for. Um, And there's so many factors that go into, into play with it. So some of the factors that you want to think about are, well, where are you going to host it? Um, Think about different locations. Usually I like to partner with um, other small businesses to give them a little bit of exposure and support them. So we've done workshops at like local coffee shops Mm -hmm. or pottery studios or like photography, like business studios Um, And they've been great or like even like the one that we did at a local like cider house. Um, It was kind of like a day experience. So just, you know, thinking about different experiences, uh, attracting different markets Mm -hmm. of clientele that might be surrounding that small business. Yeah, location is really key for those kind of things. Is there parking? Is it easy to get to? Is it local enough? Is it in like a good area um, where they can like get to like directly off the highway? Um, You know, thinking about all these things. Like I remember we, we found a great location and it was this beautiful studio space but the parking was awful yeah. and it was a bit of a challenge and I didn't really want it was like all know, street parking street but it was parking. like a crowded street area yeah. and you had to park like three blocks away and walk yeah. up <laughs> so that was kind of like uh, turned us off after a while of hosting there and then it ended up that that space uh, closed down um, 
for whatever reason. Um, maybe because of parking. Well, <laughs> I, I doubt know, it, but maybe it was pretty bad parking. There, there is issues yeah. there, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, thinking about the space, um, how much does it cost you to rent out the space? Oh yeah, that's a big one. Factoring that into your pricing, mm-hmm. are you giving your guests or your your students like something as like a takeaway? So mm-hmm. something that we do with our workshops is they get like a complete take home kit where it's all curated with our favorite items that they'll be using throughout the workshop, um, a handcrafted workbook. Um, and everything to take home with them so that they can continue to do like on their own. Um, so like factoring the price of that, factoring in the, the cost of in time of like marketing it and creating these kits, putting things together back and forth with uh, vendors and venues and getting it organized. Um, a lot of time and effort goes into it. Um, and also like looking at like what other uh, workshops in your area or surrounding area um, are charging for these workshops um, because like you don't want to like directly like undercut them but you don't you know want to price yourself out of that so yeah. uh, being competitively priced and you know on par with the pricing that is around um, for these said workshops um, and then also something else that we like to do is um, we like to ask our Instagram audience, like, would you rather a workshop on a weeknight or a weekend? Um, would you rather learn um, brush lettering or pointed pen? Or like, yeah, like, who are you? Like, do you want to <laughs> do, do you a want, DIY or do you ride? Be or are you like someone who just wants to find a new hobby? Or are you someone who's looking to level level up their calligraphy skills. Mm -hmm. Um, So taking all this information um, and really like working that into uh, setting up your workshops. I feel like this is a very hot topic for you because you dove right into that. (laughs) Sydney and I are sitting here just staring at you in awe because of the wealth of information coming out of you, but we still have to do our boss or bust. (laughs) (laughs) She went, Bust or bust, and then right into the full Which episode. Is 100%. Okay, we still love you. Yes, we totally you love you. So much information to give. A wealth so we of just knowledge. Let you go. A wealth of knowledge. <laughs> okay, so we're going to pause. We're, we're going to. I feel like that was a lot. We're going to put a little pause button on Ashley's workshop <laughs> information. We'll get She's back passionate. to that. She's passionate, and we She's love very that. She's passionate about, about workshops. And yeah, no, she hosts. I've been to many of her workshops. She hosts a good workshop. Like, she gives you all the information. Love it. And sometimes there's booze. And sometimes there's booze. Yeah. There's <laughs> always food or treats. Sometimes there's booze. Sometimes there's coffee, really. It. I feel like it's smart that you do booze sometimes, though, because, like, I remember when I took your workshop, I was like, I'm a hot mess. I don't know what I'm doing. Let me just do this and try. And I'm like, well, if I had booze, maybe and now I'd you be a booze. little better. <laughs> all right. So my boss or bust for this week, I'm going to take a boss. Megan's on track this I'm time. I'm going to take a boss, workshop-related boss, um, <laughs> because I am going to be attending a workshop coming up, and Ooh. I'm going to take a boss for it, even though it hasn't happened yet, but I'm going to take a boss because it's going to be a creative juices flowing kind of workshop. You get free shoot time in a cool location. You get a shoot with other photographers. Um, so I'm just pre-anticipating the bossness of this workshop. And, get um it. Yeah, so I'm going to take that. What about you? 
I'm going to take a, bo- a bust this oh, week. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just... Just having one of those weeks? I'm hitting a wall. I've yeah. been hitting a wall recently. <laughs> um, and as on- entrepreneurs, it happens more often than we'd like, I'm yeah. sure. Roller coaster. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty big roller coaster lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Ashley touched on that in a previous episode. Yeah, yeah it's and it's... roller coastering. Definitely. It's just something I've been thinking about a lot lately, and it's maybe transitioning mm-hmm. or working a new product or, like, I don't even want to speak the words, but maybe closing our business you never know um so who knows i don't know what the future looks like um might be rolling into something new i have no idea but i'm in a weird headspace right now let's just say that um so yeah (laughs) follow my journey on instagram (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that's why I'm going to take a, bu- a bus this week. That, and that's totally okay for you to take a bus. Yeah. You no know, one has to have a good week every single week. Like, yeah. You'd be a robot. It's true. <laughs> if you did. Sometimes I wish I was a robot. Yeah. Have you Have you taken many workshops? Have you ever hosted a workshop? No. No? People ask, but I feel like... Like, learn to sew your own bag. Well, it's, I feel like learning to sew, period, is like a yeah, thing. That's um, like a whole task. I talked to a yeah. lot of, like middle-aged women at markets about because a lot of them come up and they're like that is a huge target market for you it is and you own that target market it's true and i feel like we do well in that in that world um because of my mom like that's a big thing is like bridging that age gap where i'm not just marketing to like you know my 18 to 35 Mm -hmm. i'm marketing to kind of like 18 to 65 because yeah you get a lot of women that come up to come up to you at shows and they're like wow like they actually appreciate your craftsmanship, right? Mm-hmm. Like my mom is a great seamstress and like people come up to shows at shows and they're like, wow, your work is incredible. And I'm like, I honestly can't take any of the, any of the compliments. I'm like, when you compliment like fabric choice or whatever, like that's kind of, that's mostly me, but like the actual craftsmanship, I'm like, that's all my mom. Like, you know, yeah. and it's nice because like those people actually appreciate it. But like from a workshop standpoint, like it's kind of across the board, right? Like where I have women coming up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, it's such a dying art. Like no one sews anymore. No one in your generation knows how to sew anymore. Or it's very rare that people know how to sew. And I'm finding that too. Like we have one girl employed under us and like, I don't even know where to look. Like, do I need to start asking like grandmas, like the 50, 60 plus, like to start sewing for me or like retired grandmas. Am I going to find some like hipster girl who's like taken a workshop at like a local, like sewing, sewing store and she's actually taken a few workshops herself and now knows how to sew mm-hmm. and can actually do that for us um and most seamstresses also hate the idea of putting in zippers so that's like our biggest feat okay. um so what like we literally have a girl that works for us and she literally just puts her zippers in for us yeah. she does other stuff too but um that's her big thing zippers. yeah being able to do that for us is a huge thing and she's 30 like late 20s early 30s Mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure how old she is but um yeah and so it's just finding people that even do that anymore so maybe I do need to host workshops so that I can find people to to work for me (laughs) yeah I find that too like a lot of people who take our workshops it's like they feel like it's a dying art, yeah. um, like learning calligraphy. Because well, they took handwriting out of public schools. Yeah, they don't even teach what? So my son will not learn how to, like, cursive write what? anything. Yeah, just printing. So, yeah, it, your um, business is literally a dying art wow. <laughs> because they don't teach it anymore in schools. Yeah, and, like, I've had um, students that I've taught as young as, like, 11 
And as old as like in their late 80s, early 90s. And like huge gap with both of them. Like the 11 year old like doesn't know handwriting. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the 80, 90 year old like point to pen calligraphy is like how they were taught in school. My mom's like, my mom only writes in cursive, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's like her thing. And that's all they did back in the day and like her writing is gorgeous so yeah my writing is like a loopy version of both yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean there is a difference between handwriting and calligraphy yeah i like i'm sure yeah a whole, a whole that could be a whole other show about it um no i'm not gonna bore you with that um, <laughs> but yeah it, it's definitely like a dying art and i'm finding that uh the more and more people that are taking my workshop it's uh People who just really want uh, a therapeutic pastime or something mm-hmm. like a creative outlet to to get out of. Um, and typically, like these people that are taking my workshops, I explain to them that it's it's like a yoga practice. Like it's very uh, slow, therapeutic. You're you're working on your breath as you're writing too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, it's not fast and hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I learned it as soon as I left. You're, yeah. It's a step-by-step process. It's yeah. not a cycling class. It's a yoga class. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I definitely... That's a good description. Yeah, I like that. Not <laughs> like cycling. That no spinning class, um, yeah. And I, like, explain to them. I, I say, you know, like, it's taken me, like, eight years to kind of, like, get to where I am now, like, with calligraphy and doing what I'm doing. Um, I don't want you to get discouraged. Like you're going to suck at first, but that's where, you know, yeah. the more you practice, the better you'll get. And yeah. You're more... also doing it every single day pretty much for the most part. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah, you practice every single day, but one of your students might practice four or five times a month. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, why haven't I gotten as good as you yet? Well, like I put this many hours into it a week. How many hours do you put into it a week? So. You also have a graphic design background too. So that's yeah, part that's of it true. as well, right? So you have that creative brain and like how you can like, I don't know much about it, but like how you can like push your boundaries when it comes to like typography and like calligraphy, well, right? Well, you teach so. typography now. Yeah. You are literally a teacher <laughs> of that art. She's so good at workshops that she now teaches. teaches. Well, yeah. that's funny that you mentioned that because that's kind of like how I got into teaching. Mm-hmm. So that's, or I remember rewind. when you were so scared to even start teaching workshops and now look at you. I know. <laughs> so rewind to fresh out of school, Ashley, um, I finished uh, my bachelor's degree uh, a while ago. I'm not going to say when. Oh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> and I really wanted to teach. And I wanted to teach at like the college university level. Um, but in order to do that, I had to go back and get my master's. And well, that just wasn't in the cards for me at the time. So I decided to, you know, dig in and get some um work experience under my belt, worked at a couple of different places, got a good mix in, and then eventually got led back into teaching my own workshops. And yeah, I was terrified at first. I remember, you know, meeting with Megan and asking her to- I was there for the first one. To shoot (laughs) um, my first workshop because I needed some kind of like promotional materials if I was going to do more. And at the time, um, I had just- um, my old boss, also my dad, 
um, gave me an ultimatum and said, you need to either uh, help me with the business more and take it over one day and put your business aside, or you need to leave this to go and build your own creative empire. To clarify that, her old boss is her dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so her dad. Yeah. Slash um, father. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay, great. And then I went to Disney World for a week and stressed out the whole Lost time. Lost her mind the entire time, yeah. <laughs> Came back, taught our first workshop, and did a market for the first time where I did on-site like live calligraphy. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with both. Fell in love with teaching. And I was just like, yeah, okay, this is what I need to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. So, Bye, then, Dad. <laughs> see you later. Yeah, we've been <laughs> and I was like, Ashley, just do it. And you were like, I don't know, I don't it's, know. It's scary making that leap. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm looking back now, we're just o- over a year. Um, well, I'm just over a year full time and teaching workshops uh, just over for over a year now. And I've taught... Um, over 500 students uh, at workshops. workshops and you know it, it's been so much fun like you meet so many new people and it really does open the door to new mm-hmm. possibilities like mm-hmm. I really think that that's how I got into teaching at um, the college level which has been like my dream ever since and yeah it, it's really nice to you know see their progress and cheer them on and mm-hmm. Give them advice. Yeah. That's great. And you're just so, like, lovely and patient. You are lovely. lovely I feel like you're meant to be a teacher. I have, like, no patience. Like, oh, no. Like, and I also, like, wouldn't even know where to, like, start teaching. But, like, I feel like it works for you. An old boss, I did, like, they had, like, these, like, lunch and learns. And they were so dumb at the time. But I basically had to teach them... um, video editing and like voice editing like audio editing during uh one lunch period she's a wealth of knowledge ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) and she was like you know i feel like you should be a teacher and like i was like "Uh, i don't know and it's just funny how, like, things come full circle. So yeah if you have been wanting to teach or you feel the need to teach Teach. Start yeah. off small. If you want to host it. a workshop, host a workshop yeah. for just your friends. Or Try like it out. at a library. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like, you know, there's always people that are, like, looking to learn a new skill. Yeah. So I feel like you yeah. never know who you'll actually attract. And, like, on the flip side for me, I've taken workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, I Hopefully in the new year I will be hosting a workshop or two or three or 500 students <laughs> worth of workshops. Woo! Um, but... As of right now, I have been a workshop attendee, mm-hmm. and I find for me as the student perspective, it's a great way to um, broaden my resources, mm-hmm. meet new people in all walks of life. Like I've taken multiple um, workshops by a certain photographer who is amazing in her field, and she does like the best work ever and is super honest and raw, and you can ask her anything, and she won't tell you what to do. She'll just give you prompts and you kind of have to figure it out for yourself, which I actually enjoy because, Mm -hmm. okay, I want you to give me the situation. I want you to kind of urge me into the right direction, but I'm not going to learn unless I do it for myself. And if I'm 
say shooting uh, a woman standing on a bridge, I'm going to be like, okay, well, where's my best angle? And with the workshop, you're there to try all of the angles Mm -hmm. instead of being pressured to find the the best angle on the first try. Mm -hmm. You're there to actually go and make mistakes, which is my favorite part of a workshop is to go and make mistakes without being judged on making said mistakes. Mm -hmm. Because then I take all of that stuff I just learned okay, I just did shot A 500 different ways and I found that way 86 was the best for me. Now I'm going to take that into real life and incorporate that into my business. And it's also nice because you're not kind of like scrambling on the shoot too. There's like like no pressure, no time limits. It's just, okay, we're in this situation and like, but that's a hands-on workshop. Yeah. I've taken lots of sit down and we're going to do lectures on marketing and whatnot. I've done online workshops with certain like large named photographers that have online video workshops that you can become like a monthly subscriber to. And every month you get X amount of new videos on a million different topics. Like today we're going to be talking about email marketing and then tomorrow we're going to be talking about lighting and then we're going to be talking about posing. Yeah. Yeah. Like really you need to find scratch that. You need to try everything to find what you're actually looking for, at least in my line of business. And I think, well, I think that's really translatable to a lot of different things. Like I usually tell my students, like, this is like, these are my practice sheets. So my handwriting and my calligraphy. Yeah. You're, you might be a little bit heavier handed, whereas, you know, so-and-so might be lighter handed mm-hmm. or write more upright. So yeah. really infusing your style into that um, and nourishing that will really help. And I think the same. If it looked exactly like yours, then yeah. it wouldn't be unique to them. Exactly. Whereas my, if my images looked exactly like my mentors, yeah. then it wouldn't be unique to me. Yeah. It would just be copying them. And I think it's a lot easier too because everyone there is like in the same boat. They've yeah. either, you know, have little to no experience. You're all there collectively learning. Yeah. So just, you know, trying different things and, and I playing. like in the new year I want to host one of those kind of workshops where it's like a, okay, I'm gonna give you the time, the place, and the situation. I'll provide everything. You show up with your camera and your brain, and then I'll give you a certain amount of prop, like prompts, and you creatively free shoot pretty mm-hmm. much. And it's going to be a, like a working workshop. Like it's okay. Here I've laid it all out for you. Go. Mm-hmm. I'll be here to answer questions. If you have questions, like I have a certain amount of knowledge, but I'm not necessarily like, way up in the famous photographer's range by no sense of the matter. But um, like I'm, I have enough in my brain from the past, however many years I've been doing this that I could help in a certain way. You also went to school too. Yeah. I went to school for photography. So I know the technical side of it as well. Mm-hmm. Like I used to develop my own film and only shoot film. But now with digital, I, I've kind of gotten lazy and only do digital. I would like to go back to film, but it is, it's an art in itself. Mm-hmm. And once you kind of get lazy and do only digital, then you're like, oh, do I want to go back to film? I'm too lazy for film. <laughs> but but yeah, so like that, hopefully in 2020, I will be hosting more workshops like that. Plus more like branding workshops. Um, Ashley and I have been talking about doing a workshop together where we put our branding powers together and how it works out, like images 
with online branding presence. Um, so that's something that's coming up. Um, a lot of interactive workshops. So there'll be more in 2020. But like, if you are nervous about trying something new and then there's a workshop on it, go to that workshop and try that something new. Yeah. And it's worth the investment too. Always worth the investment. Always. 100% of the time have never regretted a workshop that I've taken. And you never know who you might meet at these workshops. Exactly. You could make your new best friend at the workshop. Ashley and I are still talking to each other a year later after she hired me for hers. Um, Yeah. You could like meet a new mentor or co-shooting partner if you're a photographer you can meet a new photographer or an editor for a magazine exactly like you could meet anyone at a workshop especially if it's a networking based workshop where it's like multiple topics throughout a day or a weekend then you can meet a lot of different people from a lot of different um businesses that too and i feel like it's common interest people like people whether they're just like learning a new skill or whatever right like we've gone to like events slash I guess kind of workshops together and like I've met wholesale clients because of it because it's people that own stores right and they're interested in like the same kind of people or whatever as I am so like I've met wholesale clients like in that sense too so always treat a workshop as a networking opportunity Mm -hmm. and learning and networking and if you're wanting to plan a, a workshop definitely make sure that you are planning accordingly and planning ahead so yeah I usually recommend and what's worked for us in the past is planning a workshop four to six weeks in advance so that it gives like the sales period enough time to kind sales. of fill those oh, that's a whole other topic fill, fill those those tickets. So, yeah. you know sending an email out to your um email list um if you don't have an email list say Hey guys, like I'm looking to do a couple workshops. If you're interested in learning a workshop with us, please, you know, put your email here or having like a prompt on your, your website. Yeah. Um, and building that list. Um, because those people are going to be watching for things, uh, that you're going to be posting. They've given um, you the email for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, just keeping things open and, um, talking about it on your stories. Um, drumming up uh, sales that way. Do There's, a giveaway for one of the tickets, maybe. Yeah, or, or giveaway to like an influencer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do like a giveaway for a pair of tickets. Uh, There's so many different ways to oh, kind hundreds. of like. Yeah. Influencer for a workshop. That's a good way to get a yeah. different reach for your um, engagement. A whole other circle yeah. of people. Yeah, and they'll give you that your like their honest feedback, right? Because that's kind of like what they're doing. Like they talk about it. Like I remember, um, I had Cassie come to one of ours, and Cassie um, is does, a mom blogger. Yeah, mom blogger. So she just like storied after, and you know, said it how it was, and she really enjoyed, you know. Um, a kid free night. Uh, she, she took her fancy purse out. She joined us. Um, <laughs> and that's one influencer's view of it though. So yeah. she, you just reached a whole bunch of, um, moms that you wouldn't normally reach. Yeah. 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 And definitely, um, do like a follow-up email, like after your, uh, workshop. So I usually send an email before just kind of saying, Hey guys, this is where we're going. Um, if what you need 
Um, don't forget this, this, this yeah. detail. Well, they usually don't need anything because I'm providing everything. But yeah. if they want to bring their own supplies, they can. Mm-hmm. Um, parking, um, yeah. the address, a link to the, the address, again. my cell phone. Yeah. Um, if they purchased a, a ticket for them and a guest, like who their guest was so that I can like make personalized place cards for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the workshop, I follow up. Um, saying if you need any help, like I'm here to help you because mm-hmm. most of the times we don't get through the whole entire work workbook. Um, that workbook is a beast. Yeah. yeah. And I usually um, send out them a copy of the workbook so that they can print it and continue um, on their own. And then I also ask them if they enjoyed their experience to kindly leave me a review. Testimonials. On Google, yeah. Now in your follow-up email from your workshop, um, not only do you ask for testimonials, but do you give them some sort of kickback? Like yeah. 10% off, 15% yeah, off, I offer buy one, them, get one kind of thing. I offer them uh, 10% off uh, for future workshops. See, and now only, not only have you done a networking thing and a workshop thing, but now you've gotten a testimonial out of them, which is huge for business reviews. But then you've possibly also got a client for something else. So, yeah, that's some good marketing right there, actually. Yeah, write that down. Try. Follow up email. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? It it just kind of, like, keeps you open to, like, if they do get stuck. Because, like, bottom line is, like, I'm here to help them. Yeah. Um, Winnie is currently cuddled up Waking up from an app. Blanket, like a little. He's a Winnie burrito. Yeah, Winnie burrito. (laughs) <laughs> or that little face. Okay, so yes. Um, so I think that pretty much wraps up our workshop binge event <laughs> rant. Yeah, I went a little informational bit session. No, but that's good. But People need to know. Yeah. And I'm sure that our listeners will have millions of questions on how to attend workshops, how to host workshops. Hey, I've got this idea for a workshop, but I don't even know where to begin other than yeah. this idea. Send us your questions. Yeah. We and are more than willing to help if we can. Um, send us an email. Like, we're going to be doing some workshops in the coming year, networking events and whatnot. If you want to be involved in those, send us your information. Like, we need to build our list of vendors as well. So yeah. why not help each other? Yeah. And done is better than perfect. Like, you can yeah. always revise and workshop your workshop yeah <laughs> if it's not perfect then who cares like that's what the if it's done is. yeah if it's done then it's done it's out there and if it's not out there then you're not gaining anything from it so at least mm-hmm. like take that first step so yeah and you're you gonna start this. a sewing workshop this year <laughs> next year <laughs> probably not <laughs> maybe not but <laughs> we'll see i can i can send it. you to some some good okay. ones <laughs> all right well i think that kind of wraps it up for workshops for this week um Stay tuned. Next week, we'll be talking about something else that helps you out. We don't know what it is until we start talking. Send us your questions. Send we'll us your questions. Q&A episode yes. coming up. We are going to be doing an entire episode, 20 to 30 minutes of us answering all of your diehard questions. So send us them all. Um, please don't send us random questions like what's our favorite food, but um, we'll still answer it. But I like that question. Yeah. Work-related, business-related, networking-related questions. Self-made, really. Self-made, life-related questions would be amazing. Um, but yeah, so we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.